It kind of drives me a little bit crazy. It is a cliche, almost. Not almost. It is a cliche. You're seeing a show on a therapist or some, whatever it is, and the therapist says, well, how does that make you feel? As though that's going to actually reveal some sort of truth. Now, feelings are important, but almost everyone misunderstands feelings or emotions. And so if you can't understand what it is that you're feeling, then you're more likely to miss manage them. So what is it about emotions? What are their values? And how often do you actually get it wrong? You think, I don't know, I just feel like this is the right thing to do. (laughs) I don't know that I would trust that feeling. There are some good reasons why. Now, emotions are good, right? God gave you emotions, sadness, joy, happiness. You don't want to deny emotions. But what you want to do is be very careful when you're trying to interpret what emotions mean. See, when you don't understand what it is that you're feeling, and there's a fancy word for that called alexithymia, and basically what that means is an inability to actually understand what it is that you're feeling. But even if you were to say, wow, I feel angry right now, that isn't necessarily going to tell you that there's some important information for you to understand about this current situation. Let me explain, because I know that sounds like a mouthful. Let's say that your best friend says, hey, we're going to get together Friday night. And you say, oh, perfect. I love my best friend. I want to go out to the movies with my best friend or whatever it is. And your best friend then calls on Thursday and says, hey, I got some bad news. We can't go out on Friday night. And you get really angry. Of course, you don't say that to your friend. You go, oh, that no problem. I understand. But deep down, you're really angry. And you think to yourself, why am I so angry? And the big mistake would be if you thought, because your friend canceled on you, that's why you're angry. Let me explain. The anger that you probably feel has nothing to do with that current situation. It probably has to do with how unskillfully you dealt with a prior situation or how you were handled or dealt a bad hand in a prior situation. So again, to further explain, your friend says, let's go out, then they cancel, then you're really angry and you think you're angry at your friend. Let me explain why it might be very different. Let's say as a child, you had friends or a parent or a caregiver who said, oh, guess what? I'm going to take you to Disneyland this weekend. And you were all excited as a kid. And then all of a sudden, your parents said, oh, I totally forgot we're going to go to Disneyland. In fact, I'm going to go to the beach. You're going to stay at home. <laughs> and you're good and angry for a good reason. Now, maybe that's a, a different emotion that you feel. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's neglect. But my point is, is the emotion that you feel today very well may be attached to incidents that happened years or decades ago. So you can acknowledge emotions, and that might be helpful. But to actually understand your emotions, that takes some deeper work. Now, I do a lot of work as a therapist with EMDR therapy, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. I won't go into it because it's somewhat complicated. But basically, what we do is we look at emotions, we look at events, and you might say, well, what is really disturbing to you? It could be from your past. Well, I was really hurt by this, by this trauma, by this injury. Or maybe that injury is something more recent. 
And what we do is we say, okay, identify the emotion. One of the questions we ask is identify that emotion that you're feeling right now. Let's say it was a more recent injury. It's like, oh, I feel really angry. Now, one of the questions I might ask as an EMDR therapist is, well, tell me, when is another time in your past when you felt similarly? See, because the emotion that you're feeling right now might be overblown, right? It might not be consistent with, with what's actually happening today, but it might have to do with something that happened a long time ago. So if you said to me right now, it's like, well, this happened two weeks ago. My friend said we were going to go out, and then he said, oh, we can't go out. And you felt really good and angry. And probably the truth is there are other emotions that accompany the anger. It might not just be anger. It might be sadness. It might be loneliness. So I'd encourage you to really look at that and say, well, what is the totality? And this is a difficult experiment, but what is the totality of these emotions? Try to identify as many of those emotions as you can. And then say, now, when is an earlier time in my life that I felt this? See, those emotions actually might be giving you some evidence that the real hurt that you feel right now is actually attached to a much earlier incident. See, you think that the emotions relate to a current situation, but the truth is they relate to something in the past. The truth is you and I, we are learning machines. And you don't react to new situations as if you've never experienced these situations before. What I mean is, you know, your friend disappoints you. And so you blow up because you've gathered all kinds of information. Oh, when people disappoint me, that means that I'm neglected. That means that I'm no good. Whatever those emotions are that you feel. The sadness that goes along with it. Well, the sadness isn't just attached to that current incident. It's attached to everything that left behind. So the question is this, how do you actually move from this? How do you actually understand it? Well, there is some real deep archaeological work to do. You have to really uncover and say, okay, what is this emotion really all about? And I'm telling you, if you find yourself blowing up or exploding or feeling sadness and somebody says, well, it's not really that big a deal. Well, that friend might not be too sensitive with he or she says that. But the truth is, you're actually reacting as though this current event is what's going on, and that's going on only. And the truth is, you're reacting to something that happened a long time ago. Now, God calls you into a new life. God says, forget what lies behind you, and think about what lies before you. A quick example. Jesus comes up to Simon Peter and he says, hey, catching any fish? Nope. We've been fishing hard all night, haven't caught even a minnow. Jesus said, well, cast your net out on the other side of the boat. Uh, I just told you, we haven't caught anything. So Peter's looking at his past. He's responding to God from his past experience. I've been fishing all night. I haven't got anything. I don't want to do it. But just like Peter, God might be saying, I know that's in your past, but I want you to react differently. The story goes on in Luke chapter 5. All right, if you say so, I'll let the nets out. 
Of course, no sooner said than done, a huge haul of fish straining the nets past capacity, and they wave to their partners to help bring in all the fish. They fill up their boats, nearly swamping them with the catch. And a new life. And sometimes what you've got to do is say, okay, I'm reacting very strongly, but is this emotion really about what's going on today? Or am I responding to previous events? There is a good chance that how you're reacting today has to do with what happened to you in the past. And once you recognize that, you can actually separate yourself a little bit from the emotion and say, okay, what's actually going on today? How would, what would be an appropriate response today to this thing going on? And let me actually address the hurt of yesterday. Now, a lot of times you might assume right? You get, it's, it's one thing to get your own emotions wrong. And that happens all the time. It's very difficult to understand your own emotions and where they come from. Now, here's where it gets even more complicated. Now you try to understand somebody else's emotional response and you assume that their emotions relate to the current situation. Again, you're having an exchange with your friend and all of a sudden they're good and angry. <laughs> and you're saying to yourself, why are they angry with me? I didn't do anything. And this happens all the time. It might be with somebody you love. It might be your spouse. It might be your best friend. That's a mistake. It's understandable that you'd say, I, I, I really didn't do anything. How, why are you so upset? Let me, let me remedy this. Let's, let's look at this. But the truth is, you're not going to be able to do so so easily until you recognize that how they're acting to you right now actually has more to do with their past than, once again, the current situation. Now, again, I think Scripture, faith, is the best antidote to responding in our old ways because God calls you into a new way of acting. Paul, in his letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy, he said, he said, there's nothing like the written word of God for showing you the way to salvation through Christ. He said, every part of scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another, showing you truth, exposing your rebellion, correcting your mistakes, and training you to live God's way. So again, scripture can be used to move from those past emotional responses that you're acting out today and saying, time for my life to be remade. So your faith can transform your life, moving you from responding with childhood emotions to a new way of living. Now, again, you might make another mistake thinking that these emotions that you're feeling are a signal to start trying to reduce the emotions. Now, if you're reacting in such a way that it's overblown, of course you want to change that. It's like, oh, I guess that's not appropriate for me to yell and scream <laughs> when I don't get what I want. Yeah, that's true. But those emotions are instructive. You don't want to get so caught up in trying to judge that emotion, but acknowledge the emotions like, okay, yeah, I'm really responding in a big way. So what is this all about? How can I actually change this? See, you can see difficult emotions as a signal to try to reduce these emotions, or you can see these emotions and say, hey, this is an indication that there's something deeper going on. If you feel distress, 
You don't want to just say, oh, I need a drink, a cocktail to remove this distressful feeling or emotion because you're actually not addressing what is beneath the emotion. And the emotion that you're feeling is saying is a signal saying to you, hey, there's something going on that you've got to address. So it's not just about minimizing or reducing that emotion or ignoring the emotion. It's about saying, let me understand what's going on here. What does this emotion tell me? Now, I sometimes, you know, again, I do a lot of work with EMDR, as I told you about. And as people process past trauma, past events that contributed to a way of believing right now, Right. I've many times I've had somebody experiencing it. it just doesn't seem like they're moving forward. And I said, it seems like that you're holding on to this shame or this guilt. And, and instead of saying, just let the shame go or let the guilt go, I might ask them, what is this guilt or this shame trying to teach you? If you actually learn the lesson that maybe the guilty feelings were trying to teach you, could you let go of the guilt? Because once you learn the lesson, the guilt is no longer important to hold on to. See, God may be calling you, believe it or not, from your comfort. Sometimes as a society, we get so so engrossed in just having to be comfortable. Oh, these emotions, this is terrible. I got to change my life. I got to be more comfortable. Not necessarily. Life isn't just about feeling good. There's nothing wrong with good feelings. There's nothing wrong with feeling joy. But sometimes God calls you into what is difficult. Matthew chapter 4, Jesus is walking along the beach, the Sea of Galilee, and he sees two brothers, Simon, right? Simon, Peter, and Andrew, and they're fishing. They're throwing their nets into the lake. That's what they did. That was their job. And Jesus said, okay, leave what you know and come follow me. I'm going to make a new kind of fisherman out of you. In other words, he was going to make them and teach them and grow them up into becoming disciples, preachers of the word. He was taking them from what was comfortable into a new life. And this is the same thing with emotions. The emotions are instructive. But you sometimes you've got to say, okay, I'm responding in this way. What is it attached to? What are the events in my past? Why am I reacting this way? And am I willing to let that go so that I can embrace a new way of life that God has for me? Remember, Jesus said, if you intend to come with me, you've got to let me lead. You're not in control here. And then he says something very shocking. Don't run from the suffering. Embrace it. So even if you're feeling something negative, The goal in life shouldn't be just to reduce that negative feeling if it's actually trying to teach you something. It's not about self-help. It's about self-sacrifice, Jesus says. That's the way to finding your true self. See, so much of what you do instinctively to reduce your stress actually makes the difficult emotions bigger. I'm feeling really stressed out. So I know I'll have a cocktail. Okay, it works for that hour, two hours that you're drinking. But that doesn't lead you to addressing the deeper problem beneath it. So you end up doing all sorts of things to avoid the difficult emotions. But those emotions are instructive. One of the ways to get out of that is to move beyond identifying just the one emotion that you feel. 
a lot of times you might say to yourself, you know, therapist, a friend says, how are you feeling? I'm angry. But the truth is we are complex beings. And beyond just the anger that you feel, you might also feel afraid, scared. You know, sometimes you've got to notice those other emotions because that opens you up to responding in different ways. If you're just angry because that's the only emotion that you're feeling or identifying, well, you're going to act out on that anger. But if you can say, for instance, let's just say, uh, what would be a good example? (laughs) Somebody hurts you. Or let's just say you're married, right? And your spouse doesn't show up, doesn't come home on time. And you guys were supposed to get together and have a nice dinner together, but your spouse doesn't come home on time. And you're good and angry. And so let's say he comes home, and what do you do? You act out on that anger. Why, you son of a... And you chew him a new one. You're, you're really acting out here. You're good and angry. And he goes, uh, okay, I'm out of here. Goodbye. That anger... And it might be one of the emotions that you feel, but it actually didn't help you too much. But if you can say, I'm angry and I'm afraid because I see that he's no longer attentive to me. It doesn't seem as though he wants to be with me. It doesn't seem as though this relationship is a priority. Now, I don't know if all that's correct or not, but if you can identify those other emotions besides the anger, the fear, the anxiety, the worry. Then you might respond differently, like, hey, honey, you know, you're, you're not showing up for us anymore. And I'm just wondering if, if this is a relationship that we're really nurturing. Maybe we're not giving it the support that it needs. So that's why it's important to move beyond just that one emotion and to acknowledge the multiple emotions. Sometimes you look at your emotions and you think they're reasonable, they're unreasonable, they're justified, they're unjustified. In other words, you're judging the emotions. And maybe a better way to go about it is to say, okay, rather than judging it, oh, that's not good, I shouldn't feel that. You know, I shouldn't feel sadness. So I'm just going to ignore it. But maybe that sadness is there for a reason. Is it justified? Is it unjustified? I don't know. But if you're justified, if you're just trying to suppress it, you're never going to address it. So rather than saying, oh, I shouldn't be so scared or I shouldn't be bothered by this, don't judge it. Who knows if it's justified or not? But what's more important is to actually understand what it's all about. Emotions are very difficult. And if you find yourself lost in your world and the sea of emotions, probably you want to get some help. But remember, don't assume that how you're reacting today has to do with today's events. And this is why emotions are very difficult. Every time you criticize someone else for how they're acting, for their emotions, and Paul talks about this in Romans chapter 2, he said, you're condemning yourself. It's that takes one to know one, that judgmental criticism of others. So you're judging their emotions rather than trying to understand your emotions. Remember, Jesus says this, even about your faith light, 
He said, the seed cast in the gravel, this is the person who hears, but instantly responds with enthusiasm, this great emotion, but there's no soil of character. And so the emotions were off, the difficulty arrives, and there's nothing to show of it. Understand the emotions. Get beyond the hurt, the pain, so that you can embrace the life that God really has for you. I will meet you back on the road. And remember, always forward.